Here with Kyle Dubas, new celebrity in the city of Toronto. Uh, how is it going out for dinner these days? Are you able to sit down uh, without being disturbed by Leafs Nation? We haven't uh, haven't had a lot of time for a formal sit-down. Dinner's been pretty busy, but uh, it's been good. The fans here are are extremely passionate, but and and you know they they it's been a lot of interaction uh, with the fans and, and with the hockey community, but uh, it's it's been very very respectful and a lot of fun. You get a real quick dose of how passionate and how much the fans care about the team here. So training camp starting this week, can you fill us in on what your role will be in this camp and, and sort of what you'll be up to over the next couple of weeks? Uh, for the next couple of weeks we'll be uh, for the next couple of weeks we'll be really just evaluating what's happening in the camp but I always find training camp to be so tough because the public doesn't see a lot of the work that's done before and they evaluate the players based on the small sample size that is camp and the exhibition games. But we try to always take the take the, the longer view, and the camp is a way to measure how players have progressed and how they've how they've been able to uh, improve and change their skill level over the summer and, the, and and what they've done in the off season to improve themselves. And we'll add that to, to what we already know about them from their careers, whether they're junior players or guys returning uh, that that are key parts of the club, like a Dion Phaneuf, who's, who's the captain of the team. So it's uh, it's been an exciting time just to check in and, and measure where, uh, how much everyone has progressed over the summer. So you mentioned camp's tough uh, because of the sort of short-term and short-length. The word character has been flung around this week a bunch uh, by your boss, actually, uh, Tim Lewicki. How do you see character in hockey players and how how it affects a game and a team? Uh, I I think it's pretty simple. Uh, In my time working in hockey and and watching hockey as as a fan growing up, Teams that win all seem to have great character, and teams that lose or or that have that have not had great success, everyone wants to say they have bad character. And and in the end, it's probably and it, not probably it is more so about their skill level and where they're at. So I mean, it, it, Brendan talks about it more than anything in Detroit. You know, before they won, they were considered soft and too soft to win, and then they won, and, and then everyone was trying to mimic them. And you know you can look around the league for a lot of players that, that people say they're 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 questioning their character, and then they won, and those questions go away. Uh, it's the same as uh, same as anything in sports. I think uh, losing creates all the problems, and winning cures it all. So you mentioned skill level, and and you're clearly known for your analytic stats and and that side of things you bring. Any stat in particular uh, that you could mention to us that you see as powerful and something that that really draws your attention? Well, I think uh, a player's numbers relative to his teammates and relative to the quality of competition that he faces are are vital. You can you can look at you know everything doesn't uh, hockey and and how it's analyzed doesn't occur uh, in one snapshot in one instance. You're trying to increase it as much as possible and layer it with context. And when you when you look at a player relative to his teammates and you and you look at a player relative to his competition level, it starts to give you more insights into what you're seeing on the ice and his overall and, and raw production. So to me, those are those are of utmost importance. So the Leafs team's been ripped on a little bit uh, in the past for not using uh, sort of new age, uh, new stats analysis like that. You're probably in a good position to judge it. How much have the Leafs been using analytic stats in the past? You know, having not been here, I can only speak to what's happened since I have been around. And, uh, you know, for, for as much as... People are critical, and, and they've been criticized. The two most open people in the organization, uh, in asking me questions and and wanting to learn more about it and put it into practice, have been Dave Nonis and Randy Carlisle. Uh, Dave has uh, has asked me a lot of questions, and and has been great in, in trying to uh, 
trying to take the, the various things that that we can we can produce and put them into practice and that that's been a lot of fun to work with Dave and Randy and the coaching staff have, have been bouncing questions off us especially of late since they've all been back in town uh, at a constant rate and it just you're always kind of tentative when you start with a new organization to, to see how things are going to be received but uh, so far it's been a lot of fun and really exciting. The last one for you here any particular guys you're looking forward to seeing in the next couple weeks at camp uh, whether new to the organization or coming back and seeing what they look like coming into to training camp for me they're all new so they're all uh, i'm excited to see all of them i, I think like everybody uh, you know you're always most uh, optimistic and most excited about your younger players and we had a chance to see them this this past weekend in london at the rookie tournament so now now you're bringing in guys uh, you know I, you're always most excited for the guys about to get fresh starts and and for me they're they're all starting fresh but they're also um you know they're also guys coming from other teams that that you know, you, when you look at guys like Daniel Winnick and David Booth, uh, you know Santarelli, Contiola, Leo Komarov coming back, Polak, Robida. You're always most excited to see what what those guys can can bring in, right? So it should be should be a lot of fun. And for me, I'm I'm really excited about the guys on tryouts, even though they they won't they may not capture a lot of headlines. Uh, finding uh, finding guys to come in on tryouts and and. Uh, and you know that are that are willing to sacrifice and, and come in when they don't have anything guaranteed. Those those types of guys always excite me. They excited me when I was in the Sioux with with the Greyhounds, and, and the same now with the Leafs. All right, one more quick one for you. You mentioned the rookie tournament. There, anyone catch your attention from the Leaf team this year, uh, this weekend that you think might have a chance at cracking the squad? Well, it's tough to always say they're going to crack the squad because I found the most dangerous thing in Sault Ste. Marie, and in talking to guys around the NHL now, they figure it's the same thing and feel the same way is that development camp and those rookie tournaments are they can be very misleading you have guys that are, that are much older the age gap is is such a major issue there uh, in in evaluation you have guys that are 24 25 playing against 18 19 year olds in their first event and the gap in strength and, and development time is so massive uh, the margin is so much more at that age so you know as having said that you know for me this is my first time seeing uh, Victor Love on defense and and uh, Tom Nilsson, Eric Knodel, they were I was obviously excited about them. And uh, Antoine Bibo yesterday uh, threw a shutout, had, had some outstanding saves, and I was able to see him at the Memorial Cup. But uh, you're excited about all of them. They're all they all showed great potential, and um, you know it's just a matter now of helping them realize it and maximize their potential.